You're listening to WRUULP Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM, WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, Community Radio with Global Soul. Hey, what's up? You're listening to Bring It In, and I'm your host, Glenn Pierce. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Bring It In Show for all your sports questions and comments. The viewpoints expressed in the following program are not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff. Hey, what's up, everybody, and happy May the 4th be with you. Um, I'm joined by Jeff on the Zoom. How you doing up there in Maryland, Jeff? Hey, not bad, Glenn. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, man, I, uh, May the 4th, everything's starting to open up. Um, sports are starting to warm up, it seems. Um I mean, I'm still super nervous about everything going around. I, I technically don't want to go to any sporting events like this weekend or anything, but I'm, I'm, I am getting a little excited, antsy, like a little kid waiting for Christmas um, for these sports to, to even start practicing. I mean, like last night, or not last night, this morning I woke up, I caught episode five of the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, 10-part series. Um, I caught episode seven last night. And, man, they were showing um, practices of the 1992 Dream Team. And, man, just the practices between, um, like, the scrimmage practice. You have, uh, I mean, Magic and Barkley on one team. they didn't really say who who else was on the team Jordan had, but man, um, Magic and Barkley ruffling some feathers. They got they got a nice lead, and and Magic went over to to Jordan and said, uh, "You better turn turn into Air Jordan if you expect anything to happen." And man, he hit like three threes right after that, and the rest of the buckets were scored by him. Um, that's and, incredible. Yeah, it's it's this. I mean, all the stuff with the Pistons, um, getting over the Bat Boys. That that was really nice to see. And then they kind of touched on the fact that Isaiah Thomas was like one of the main stars of the uh, one of the main stars of oh, yeah. the NBA. Not to um not to actually make the dream team and how a lot of that uh a lot of that flack fell on jordan but I yeah, mean, what what they show in the in the show i haven't seen it yet uh i know that's what everybody's saying is that it was mainly jordan keeping isaiah thomas out of the uh all-stars is that is that really true based on what they were showing I, not necessarily based on what they're showing now jordan says in the documentary that he was not um, – he did not try to keep Thomas out. Uh, they asked him, he asked who was going to be on the team, and supposedly uh, they said, not the guy you're thinking of. So Isaiah Thomas was never technically um, – but uh, – yeah, like he was never technically – Jordan never said, I don't want Isaiah on the team, which has been reported in the past, I saw. Um, supposedly Larry Bird and Magic Johnson were not fans. They said a lot of the players didn't want him on there, and I went back and looked at the roster and checked it out. And though Chuck, Chuck Daly, the uh, coach of the Pistons, was mm-hmm. – on the um, 
was on he was the head coach of that team wow. um, not one piston was on that team and i i think it's because everybody the top 11 players in the nba did not want anything to do with any of those guys i mean everybody yeah. in the league hated those guys because of the way yeah. that they they went after everybody so i mean I feel when they show Isaiah Thomas talking about like he had the credentials um, mm-hmm. to be on that team, you feel bad for him. But then they show clips of him fighting with Magic and Bird on the court and like ready to him and Scottie Pippen ready to throw down hardcore like punches thrown. And then you kind of feel like, well, I mean, that team like we watched it. We're we're yeah. watching watching this team um, from the outside and you could tell how close these guys were, how much respect they showed for everybody. Um, So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's, it's unfortunate for Isaiah Thomas, but I mean, maybe he shouldn't have been such a jerk when he played. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, he he took on that persona himself, man. That, that wasn't anyone else but him. Yeah, I mean that whole that whole Pistons team. Um, but something that I was so I thought was um, interesting that I never even realized this. Um, but there were a, there were a handful of uh, college basketball players that were in the running to be part of that team. Um, Duke had just and. I, I'm sure Krasinski, uh, Coach K, was part of Duke's uh, coaching staff. I can't remember when mm-hmm. he was. Um, he was an assistant coach, and Duke had just won two national championships. And mm-hmm. um, so, so they they looked over somebody that would have – Grant Hill? Grant Hill was on the all-star team at one point, right? Hey, yeah. Didn't he play at Duke? He did. But Grant Hill was there, but the college okay. player they brought on was uh, – I, I like I like where you're going with this, though. Um, the college player that was on there was Christian Leitner. Oh, nice. Yeah. He was a beast. He was, but guess who – Everybody hated him, too, right? Yeah. I mean, especially once he got – I mean, yeah, even in Duke, everybody could not stand him. He played – so hard um mm-hmm. but try to take a guess i mean we're young so i don't i i would have never been able to guess this but what college player do you think um he got selected over i got nothing man it's been too long yeah it has it has and like i said i, I would have no clue um the big man shaq diesel oh shaq was was like millimeters from making that uh, 92 dream team. Now, granted, wow. I would have rode the bench most of the time. Um, <laughs> they had all. under control, but yeah, I was, I was like, holy crap. Shaq was there? I was like, <laughs> almost there. That's nuts. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I was just looking over a bunch of that, that 92 uh, dream team this morning mm-hmm. just because like I mean watching that stuff it 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 was an awesome episode I'm probably gonna go watch uh, number six later today nice and, yeah I gotta catch up on all that yeah I mean it's it was hard I woke up early um I tied a couple too many off on Saturday night it's not feeling so hot yesterday. I'll tell you that. Um, so, uh, I didn't really make the last dance. I was I was sleeping. I was just kind of laying on on the on my man chair, um, watching. Uh, what we do in the shadows? Have you seen that? No. It, it's a it's a funny vampire movie by the guys who brought you. Uh, like Flight of the Concords, like some of those. Nice. Oh, that I oh. love that show. Yeah, that's classic. There's a uh, the director, 
Tiki Wakiki, I think is his name. Um, he, <laughs> he, him and him and Jermaine are the uh, main executive producers. They had actually right. made a movie where they were the stars, but now the TV show, they're just producers. Um, but yeah, it was funny because last night I was watching it and one of the vampires, his, his main reason for ever wanting to become a U.S. citizen, I mean, this guy in the story, he's like from the year 1400 or something and yeah. no citizenship. And he wanted to become an American citizen so bad because of the 92 Dream Team. <laughs> not be a proud American when I'm watching Air Jordan. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious since I saw that last night on a TV show. And then this morning I woke up, caught episode. Uh, How do you get it off? Sometimes it's best to watch shows in the morning, man. You can focus a little bit. Yeah. Well, when I wake up a little early, it's a, it's a little quieter. I wake up the earliest in my house, so it's easy to get through. Um, man, do you see, do you see uh, what happened down in, in Miami? Well, Dolphins Hall of Fame head coach Don Shula. Way. Um, I mean, he's 90 years old. He's, he, oh, man. Like, peacefully when was that? Home. Um, I'm not, I don't even think they're saying exactly when over the weekend. Um, oh, okay. It's looking like maybe even last night. Yeah, I, I haven't seen an actual an actual date of when it was, but I mean, oh, things that he has done are the same things that the dolphins of the past couple decades have been working so hard oh. to tear apart. It's they're one of the biggest laughing stocks of the NFL. I think it's it's unbelievable uh, between them and the Texans. <laughs> but the Texans only because their uh, head coach slash GM is not the smartest, it seems, at times. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Shula was uh, he was the head coach in Miami for 26 seasons. Um, mm -hmm. He's uh, – he's um, – where was it? I just saw it. He's only uh, – him – and another coach are the only NFL coaches in history to win more than 300 games. He still is way over uh, – he's still over uh, New England Patriots. Oh, Belichick. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Way over him. Um, and, yeah, he, they, he's, he's the man down in Miami. Um, yeah. 24 years man that's incredible what a what a time yeah that that undefeated season mm -hmm. it was the coach there too so yeah 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 uh, those old coaches man some of them are were just they're legends they're all legends yeah you can't can't do can't say enough good things about those guys how's how's the uh the environment back uh, back up in Maryland. Um, have you guys been talking about uh, starting things back up? Are you guys still shut down? Still shut down. There, uh, we've got basically trying to get to that 14 day of decline. I think we're on day four right now, so it, it's looking hopeful. But then we have like three um, rollouts. Uh, so we're in we you know three phases of of getting back to normal and um, I feel like the schools and daycares and uh, uh, summer camps are going to be the last things that they <laughs> allow to open. I mean they're they're keeping it on a completely separate um, program, but it, it's for for people like like me and my wife who have to work from home. It, it's a little stressful. Yeah, but yeah. they're they're all they're doing their best and we're. We're getting through it, playing some sports whenever we can. 
Nice, nice. I saw I saw uh, you went out fishing yesterday. Oh yeah, caught a bunch of sunnies, and, and my son Cooper he caught a catfish. It was probably about a uh, two or three pounder. It was nice. Awesome. Um, pond, stream. Uh yeah, pond. All right. Yep. Nice, nice. A lot of people out there. Yeah, you know, as the day got nicer, uh, there was probably about five or six groups of parents and kids, and going to town. Nice, nice. Yeah, that was good. We're we're in. I I want to say this state is kind of in between um the first and second of opening stuff. Uh-huh. Nice. We we haven't hit that uh that decline that everybody's supposed to hit yet. It's like, yeah. Nah. Slowly going up, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, the people make in. Well, is so is the is Atlanta open or like are they still dealing with like partial openings? And partial openings. The whole city yeah. partial openings. But when you look out in the uh, parks of Atlanta, it it does it. It looks like it's just a normal day. I saw some pictures of the beach here. Beaches are technically supposed to be for exercise only right now but i mean people are camped out they got their tents and chairs and yeah. there so but we, i mean you can't blame them really it's it's this is you got to take advantage of the weather and you can i mean i feel like you can try keep to yourself a little bit hopefully they are um yeah get yeah. some vitamin d you know i uh, exactly i mean i feel so bad for especially when you look out at the uh People in like Atlanta, I mean, barely compared to how many people are out there. Barely anybody has a real yard. So um, I mean, yeah. you have you have high rises that probably have over thousands of people that live in them. Um, I'm mm-hmm. sure I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd be able. That's that's been part of our my family's sanctuary is our backyard. Um, mm-hmm. We've cooked out, we've cooked on our fire pits so much. It's been so awesome uh, trying to, trying to find the nice parts of this, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little crazy, but they, in Savannah, they have announced that the Savannah Bananas, our collegiate, baseball team it's um it's a it's a baseball league that college players go to in the um in the summer to practice oh yeah summer league i got you yeah just a summer league um it we used to have a team that was affiliated with the mets the savannah sand nats but they hightailed it because they wanted a newer stadium and we didn't want to buy them build them I'm I'm pretty sure it's still classified as the oldest historic ballpark in the country in Savannah. Wow! Recent stadium. It's it's really cool. Uh, The Savannah Bananas have done some awesome updates on it. Um, But uh, they're saying they're going to be back, and they will be. Playing in front of fans, um, I would I would suspect not going to have fans. It's it's really hard to play a summer league, seeing mm-hmm. the need to bring money in to uh, to pay for everything. Um, yeah. Now they normally start at the uh, end of May, but now they're going to push that all the way to July first instead. Um, wow. Their, their players and coaches are going to arrive one to two weeks prior to opening day. Um, and they're going to put in a bunch of restrictions. They say um, nobody's going to be able to sit back to back. So there it's every other row they'll have. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's still not six feet, but. <laughs> not six feet. But I think they said they're going to try to group um People like if you come, you can only come with four people, and you're gonna oh, be yeah. like in your little group, and they're gonna try to keep it like 
they're going to try to keep it sporadic. I, I, I don't, I don't know how this is going to work, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out with with events, uh, from sports to concerts and all, and all that. I mean, how you got, like my wife and I, we go to a lot of concerts, live shows, and it's I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with all that. Yeah, I mean, most most concerts have been canceling or mm-hmm. trying to uh, go on, postponing, going to an online mm-hmm. format. Um, I know. But, uh, that, but that's not fun. No. no. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't wait to get a ballpark, man, watch some O's. And I don't know if that's going to happen. Who knows, man? It, it's, it's tough to say. Um, I... My, uh, the soccer team I coach, uh, under 14 league, we're just getting our, our season started, uh, playing. And, um, about a week ago, I think I got a email from the, from the whole, uh, soccer league, Savannah United. And Mm -hmm. they said that certain things have been canceled, but they're still trying to, uh, look at a way to give us a very shortened season at the end of May or mm-hmm. possibly set us up on a, uh, like a playoff only, which I mean, this is going to be hard because I, I know, uh, I know some of my, my guys haven't been out there running around. I mean, yeah. yeah. Home, so if we get like a playoff system sprung on us, but then again, like when you're playing sports, It'll just be bad soccer, you know? <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to. Social distance. So, you yeah. you can't steal the ball. I mean, social distancing <laughs> is, is perfect to explain to now that uh, all the little kids know what social <laughs> distancing is. Maybe when we're, we're coaching soccer and they start playing bunch ball, we could be like, hey, guys, yeah. social distance. So, you mm-hmm. can pass as well. <laughs> good point hey i'll use that for sure i coach my boys team too do you do you good point yeah yeah when did uh when did you first start coaching i didn't know you were coaching now oh last yeah just last fall man soccer awesome awesome mm-hmm. yeah how's he like it so far he loves it man he loves it this was his uh first year playing on a team in soccer he's uh so he was five he turned six um so yeah pretty exciting i love it what do you what do you uh what resources do you use when you're coaching just i'm i know you played soccer your entire life uh mm-hmm. you don't play anymore do you no i still play indoor okay nice yeah um, i mean i just know drills from in my you know my my time playing growing up all my life uh and the, the kids are so easy and fun to to teach things to um we went undefeated <laughs> I, I had I had a couple ringers, so that was good. Um, most of the kids that have like older brothers that are good uh, just end up being good because they play with them all the time. And yeah. we had two of those kids, and then the rest of my team all was all into it. Everybody loved it. It was so fun. Awesome, awesome. That's that's sick. You guys send me some some video sometime. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And and my team now they're fourteen. I've been coaching most of these kids since i mean every every season we get one or two more kids but yeah and coaching most of them since they were 10 i think yeah I think. that's all man. so we've we've had a uh, good string of fall and and spring seasons um mm-hmm. i may have been coaching them since they're eight some of them it's it's tough all these all the seasons kind of mixed together mm-hmm. Actually, do you know what year Gross was um, got married? Uh, must have been twenty sixteen, oh, maybe. That that fifteen twenty fifteen. All right, that fall is the first year I started coaching. Oh no, nice. uh, probably twenty fifteen then. They hit me up. I had I had kind of been um, a little upset at some of the some of the uh, coaches that I saw mm-hmm. and I was like, come on, man. Like I always sat in the background. I'm not on the sidelines screaming or anything. I'm just observing. I was like, yeah. 
mean, I don't know. I know some of these people have played soccer for a while, but I just didn't agree with their coaching style, playing sports my whole life. I finally yeah. said, eh, maybe I'll give it a little go, and I signed up, and I was like, I'll be an assistant coach, and they called me up, and they are like, yeah, we don't have a head coach. Do you think you could do that? So, That's great, man. Um, it's such, such a thrill, man. I yeah. love it. Yeah, it is. Um, it's so fun. Uh, and, and with this, our, us going off and talking about soccer, um, a couple a couple things have ha- happened in European soccer. We have the, uh, the Dutch League has been the first major European uh, football league to cancel its season in response to COVID-19, um, which which is rough for them because the Dutch said, we're just, we're just watching this season away. No promotion, no relegation, which is, is good for those teams down at the bottom. But no, no nothing. Just we'll start back over when it comes. Um, yeah. So that's rough. But then in France, um, PSG, Paris Saint-Germain, they uh, were declared the um, – they're declared the champions, so they're pretty pumped about that. But they also, um, with being declared the champions, this is their three-peat, so that's pretty awesome for them, um, even though they didn't finish through the season. Um, they are going to have a little bit of promotion and relegation, I believe, that I saw. But... Um, yeah, but we're going to take a quick break um, for our station ID and some uh, messages from WRUU. I want to remind you, you're listening to WRUU on 107.5, and this is the Bring It In Show. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, at Bring It In Show, or just search us up on your favorite uh, podcasting system. We're out there. And welcome back. May the 4th be with you. May, it's May the 4th. Um, I'm going to be watching that new Star Wars movie tonight. I know that. Did you watch the, uh, do you have, uh, what is it, Disney Plus? They have that show, the Star Wars series on there. I heard it was incredible. The Mandalorian? Yeah, Mandalorian, yep. I have not watched that uh, yet. Me either, but everybody says it's great. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I really want to check it out. Um, I just don't. I'm not. I'm not a big uh, movie person. Yeah, I guess. I say. Um, yeah, just, just like to. Uh, ain't moving. <laughs> <laughs> Watching watching TV shows. I mean, I get caught into some, but not not necessarily all the time. Um, yeah. But man, what what about these two? These two. We were talking about it during the uh, break, but man, Jameis Winston to the Saints, and then Andy Dalton to the Cowboys. So what's going on? Here's the thing with Andy Dalton. A lot of people were thinking that he was going to the uh, Patriots, which I never saw anything solid on it and of course it didn't happen now he's with the Cowboys uh I just think it's funny that so many people were pushing that uh Dalton to the Patriots thing but then him going to the Cowboys that's interesting it makes me think that uh uh oh man what what's his name um the the owner Jerry Jones makes me think Jones is trying to strong arm uh Dak for this contract, just like he tried to do with Zeke, but that didn't work out well for him, for yeah. uh, Jerry Jones. Seems like that's what he's trying to do here. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm wondering, I'm wondering uh, if it's if it's something like that's going. He gave, uh, I think, Andy McDowell got a one year seven mil, yeah, contract. And the the thing is when. Um, when I'm thinking about Andy Dalton, he had one of the worst lines in the mm-hmm. league 
last year. I, I want to say they were like ranked. They were, they were terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so now, which I I don't agree with anything that Cincinnati's doing. I would have left Andy Dalton back there. Um. But now they now they have to. I don't know who their backup is, but now it's like Joe Burrow's got to stand behind that line, and yeah. I would not want to stand behind that line. Um, especially when twice a year you're going to have to look across the the Baltimore Ravens. Um, yeah. I mean the Browns, they have some good defenders too. Miles uh, mm-hmm. Garrett's going to be back. Yeah, um, he's done mention. I mean, I'm. I know the Steelers aren't supposed to be that good, but they always pull some stuff out, especially against yeah. the Bengals. Um, mm-hmm. the oh yeah, the uh, yeah that line is. Hopefully, I don't know what they did for them. I hope for Joe Burrow's sake. I mean, you gotta love that guy. He's an, he's an awesome dude and an incredible football player. Uh, you, you gotta hope for him that they they got a got some offensive line help there. Um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, they, I just – Andy Dalton to the Cowboys. People are so, – all the Cowboys fans are so happy about it. And I get it, but something's funny about it. I, I, don't, I don't understand it. And, I mean, he's a good – he should be a starter somewhere, I think. He, he's a good player. He, he turns the ball over a lot, but probably a lot of that had to do with his offensive line. And he, he just can't win the big game. But that could just be the Bengals that can't win the big game, yeah. you know. He beat the Ravens quite a few times when we were really good, um, yeah. and at our in our own home too. So, yeah, I mean he's he's not he's not a scrub, um, no. and I mean, like you said, is is Jerry putting Dak on like notice? Possibly. Um, I yeah. know a lot of Cowboys fans don't want to hear it, but I mean. Dak, Dak goes down, and Andy Dalton gets in, and and Dak may be looking for another a new team. Is he on yeah. the last last year of his contract? Uh, he might have one more. I don't know if it's guaranteed. Though. It might be an option. Okay. Um, yeah. So I mean, you wanna you wanna complain that you're not paid like a Super Bowl quarterback? Mm-hmm. Haven't won a Super Bowl, and um, they're thinking, "Hey, I got a good team right here. I could probably win this Super Bowl with Andy Dalton if you want to act up." So yeah, yeah, it's it's it's. Andy he was signed in 2016, so five years is a typical rookie contract, right? Yeah. Uh, so I guess he's got this year, and then next year is probably his last year on the contract. Okay. Man, yeah. So, I I, I wouldn't uh, – yes. everybody else who tests Jerry, though, they end up getting their money usually. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, actually, this is his last year of the contract. Okay. So, he's he, he better come out really strong. Um, yeah. That's that's all I got to say. Yeah, and then Jameis Winston to the Saints is interesting too because they're always talking about uh, Taysom Hill and how he's such a great player and he's so awesome and great. And I mean, in my in my mind, I haven't seen him do anything spectacular. He looks like a fullback slash quarterback slash receiver. I mean, yeah, he can do it all, but can he do anything great or is he just really good at most things? You know, I don't. I don't he's he doesn't seem like a quarterback. No, I when Drew Brees finally decides to hang up his cleats, I don't see Taysom Hill no. um, being a star quarterback. Um, he's good, like you said. Uh, he's got a lot of talent. He is mm-hmm. an athlete. He yeah. can probably play most sports pretty well. Um, yeah. But a starting quarterback, I don't think so. Jameis Winston, I don't necessarily think he's going to be a starting quarterback, but playing and being in the building and the the training room with Drew Brees, as Mm -hmm. long 
is he's willing to open up his mind and heart to Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. He's going to learn a lot. I mean, Drew Brees, one of the most accurate um, quarterbacks out there. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you teach that or if being around him, seeing mechanics, if that can – work out for Jameis a little better so I mean if Jameis had a was had a defense behind him that was top five yeah he he'd be great I mean he's not afraid to throw the ball but he'd be I think he he would throw the ball a little less if he knew his defense was that great Tampa Bay couldn't even run the ball last year say but they couldn't run it at all so I I mean Jameis had a great year (laughs) minus the picks (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if he can cut cut the picks in half, I mean, he's he's great. So, again, learning from uh, Drew Brees and Sean Payton and their whole system, I think, will be really good for him and hopefully uh, help him take it to the next level and maybe get on another team next year. Who knows? Yeah, and, I mean, Drew Brees, uh, he's known to sit out a couple games. So, if Jameis comes in and, I mean, he'll have a running back, so defensive backs won't be able to sit back and wait for yep. him to make a move as much. They'll have to uh, be up in Kamara's face. Um, the Saints, who's their backup running back? Um, I don't know. I can't uh, right now. Um, but, yeah, he, you uh, let – you bring off some of that some of that defensive back pressure. Oh, Latavius Murray was their, their number two guy. Oh, yeah. Kamara. I mean, Kamara fell off. I don't know what happened to Kamara, man. That was really disappointing. He didn't have his hype, man. That's what it was. I think you're right. Mark Ingram has got to be the best running back out there when you're talking about a multi-running back system. I've mm-hmm. never seen a running back so happy to watch the other running backs on the team score yeah. touchdowns and get chunks of yards. He is out there. I mean, he's he's just he's a fanboy for all these and I'm not trying to say that in a mean way, but he's just no. like everybody's number one fan. Um he's awesome. Yeah. He's already, I think, uh Excited that J.K. Dobbins is on his way to Baltimore. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah, that's pretty. That's that's a good person to have in the running back room when most oh, yeah. running backs are going to be like, "Don't give him my carries." He's like, "I ah, give him my carries, and when I get to carry the ball, oh, uh, you guys are gonna see something happen." Yep. Yep. Ingram's a, he's a beast. He's fun to watch, man. He is. Super exciting, and you know, I'm I'm happy that he's here, and I hope, yeah, you know, hopefully we we have him for another two years. Uh, I think his contract is up after next season, um, but hopefully him and J.K. Dobbins can work with Lamar and and just be as electric as ever. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of uh, them, I saw somebody sent me a uh, Snapchat picture where. Antonio Brown had posted a Snapchat picture to his uh, page with him mm-hmm. rocking a uh, Ravens jersey. Oh, man. Raven, I don't think the Ravens want him, man. It sounds like they're they're saying no, but <laughs> I don't really want him either. He's, uh, you know, he, he's got his cousin there, uh, yeah. Hollywood, but uh, I, I don't know. He, he's the kind of guy that can just destroy the whole organization, it seems like. Yep, he is. I mean, um, if you let him, the Ravens wouldn't let him. That we're too strong of an organization for that. But that—that's part of the reason I don't think he'd ever make it. You know, be asked to join the team. Yeah, we do do a uh, something like the Patriots do, and just bring him in for one of the Steelers games and let him yeah. torch the Steelers. I think. Yep. I think that's one of the main reasons he would probably want to end up in Baltimore. I mean, now that we got a quarterback that. He could yeah. actually vibe with. I don't think many wide receivers were feeling um, feeling Joe Flacco. No, no. <laughs> uh, understandably so. He, uh, he he. Some days Flacco was like 
Johnny Unitas. And then other days he was like uh, Brock Osweiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that's a good way to put it um so you were a uh you played in little league when you were growing up right oh yeah played all-stars uh, pretty much every year okay and all-stars are those the teams because i didn't play little league so i'm gonna i'm gonna have to lean on you for yeah some of the info um yeah those were the teams that went to little league world series man yeah. So, did you how how close did any of the All Star teams you were ever on get that get to the Low League World Series? Rising Sun always beat us, man. Rising they beat us. In, yeah, it'd be the the county tournament, and then uh, we we could never beat them. It was it was terrible. They won states one year, and they uh, they actually went on to the Little League World Series. Um, it was. Uh, the year, two years before I got there was when they did it. All right. All right. So, man. So, um, with that, they have officially canceled the little league world series. Um, it, it had just been canceled. It's usually up in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So they, they, tried to look over everything and figure it out um that's so sad yeah it's extremely so, sad. can i say one more thing so one of the uh guys i grew up playing with that went to rising sun that used to beat us in all stars and uh in high school all the time tommy eller tom eller he's now uh the hitting coach for the orioles one of the hitting coaches oh. um so he was for the spring training he was down there with them and that never really happened but uh they actually he was with the Ironbirds for a while, they're one of their single A teams, and then um, I think he was actually asked to help with their batting coach for the the pros now. So, okay, so he's actually coaching in Baltimore now. He wears an Orioles uniform now. Yeah, man, that's pretty. That's pretty. Um, that's pretty awesome. And that's uh, that's how 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 I think you already told me, but. Um, how old, how much older? So he's actually only a year older than me. I actually played with him. So he wasn't on that winning team, but he was, he always used to kick my butt. (laughs) Okay, man. So he's gone up. Um, he was coaching in, in, um, community college over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was at Hartford community college. He, he won, uh, junior college, uh, I think championships maybe two or three times. Uh, before he was moved, got a job with the Orioles and their their squad. So I mean, yeah, he, he's he's good, man. He's all baseball. He's an awesome, dude, too. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but just the uh, the the Little League World Series. I mean, I guess he was going to be there. Um, it was scheduled to feature the Red Sox and the Orioles playing on August 23rd. But, oh, man. I mean, they've, they've canceled that. I don't, I don't know if they've canceled that game, but the Red Sox yeah. weren't going to play there. So he was going to be he, – he probably missed out on the opportunity to um, talk to all these, these young kids. Yeah, that's sad. It's sad, man. I mean, how can you have an all-star or a Little League World Series if no one's playing? Yeah. You can't play. Yeah. And then I I heard something like maybe next year they would do two separate uh, divisions. So one for like the, the group that would be 10 and 11. Um, and then, so I guess 11, 12. All and right. then another one for uh, maybe 10-year-old. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. They have to figure it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, so is, that when it, is that when it stops, when you uh, hit 11 years old? Yeah. I think it's 10 and 11, or 11 and 12. Might, yeah, I think it's 11 and 12. I'm sorry. Pretty okay. sure it is 12. Because, um, yeah, because then the next next is 13-year-old league. So, um, Yeah. 11 and 12 year olds are the uh, major, the little league world series division. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. 
as for all this stuff to be happening with uh, the kids that are out there, I, I can't even, I can't even imagine. Um, I can't, like, when we were playing, I mean, I feel so bad for the kids that I coach in soccer. Um, this, I don't know what they're going to do, but, I mean. Yeah, there's no development unless they're doing it on their own or watching YouTube and, and yeah. going out and playing. But you can't, you can't learn by yourself all the time. You need, you, you need, need to play with other people, and you need yeah. a, a coach. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have, have multiple coaches throughout your your mm -hmm. life so you learn a little bit here and a little bit there but I mean the the just I think about we're in seventh grade and then they just rip sports away from us yeah that, that can that can totally change somebody especially if they can't get back to playing sports um I mean I know we're supposed to be social distancing but but one of the beauties about sports is to help keep kids busy, to help keep kids out of trouble. And it's just, it's a, it's very unfortunate. Oh yeah. Sports are such a good thing for kids. I mean, the, the friendships they create, the, the things they learn, uh, you know, just teamwork, uh, is such an important thing. Yeah. And hopefully we can get right back to it once this is over with. Uh, well, we have uh, we have on the oh, I'm probably going to be wrong on the date here, but I, I've just seen one commercial for it. But on like maybe May 10th or so. Let me see what day of the week that is. Um, but we do have um, UFC coming back. That's oh. on Sunday, the 10th. So I'm I'm gonna guess. Maybe it's the 16th of that week or something because um, they normally do Saturday nights. Um, I know mm -hmm. everything's screwy, so who knows when they want to do it. Um, but, yeah, UFC is going to come back. They uh, the 194, um, they're going to be fighting, and they, are, they moved it to Jacksonville, Florida because you're allowed to do stuff in Jacksonville yeah. now. So, um yeah, we got the UFC coming back then, and then we have um, we have NASCAR is going to come back uh, May seventeenth. They're going to be racing in an empty stadium. They're all going to. I think they said six races in the Darlington Motor Speedway, um, but. They don't get to practice um, before no qualifying. I think they qualify with um, simulation racing. Wow. Yeah, which is which is crazy. They said because Darlington is supposedly one of the most complicated tracks, and the they said the road's going to be nice and slick at the first couple races because nobody's rode on it. So there won't Ooh. be rubber on it. So <laughs> I think they're planning on, and I'm not huge into NASCAR. I just read a bunch of stuff on this. Um, but I think they're already planning on a non wreck caution lap around the fourth or fifth lap or something. So they're going to let people kind of start racing, warm up their tires. Um, there's a warm-up. They're doing a warm-up in the race. Yeah. So silly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe, um, who was it? Ryan Newman, who got into a serious car wreck uh, months ago, maybe like a year ago. I Like I say, I, I'm not 100% up on NASCAR. Yeah, is that the one they were comparing to uh, Earnhardt's wreck? Yeah, and they said if the safety measures had been set up like this back when Earnhardt wrecked that he would not have lost his life. So I mean, Earnhardt was like grandfathered in too. Like he didn't have to wear or wear the same stuff that other people were wearing because they allowed him because he was grandfathered in. Yeah. So, um, so I believe that kind that of foolish when you think about it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. It, when you're, when you're dealing with say with safety, it's almost like the whole Antonio Brown helmet fiasco. Mm -hmm dealing with safety 
just put the new helmet on and get yeah. used to it. Put the new yeah. seatbelt on and get used to it. Um, yeah. they, come on. It's no, no, one's, no, no one's putting these measures in to hurt anybody. <laughs> We're trying to make everybody <laughs> better. Go uh, slow down. Um, yeah, yeah, that guy didn't – so he wasn't he paralyzed, and then he, he's pretty much walking and everything again now, right? He's good. I don't think he was yeah. paralyzed, but I'm not – like I said, I'm not sure how bad well, that Yeah, was. I think they thought he wasn't going to be able to walk probably or something, and then he's like within like four months or something, I think he was walking again. Yeah, he's, he's right. Like no, so, yeah, that that's happening. Um, over in Europe, uh, like we had talked about, a couple of the leagues have already started. Um, German, Italian, and English leagues, those three leagues have not canceled or done anything. The English Premier League is still um, – they're still committed to playing um, playing out the rest of their season. They're talking about doing it in um, in neutral stadiums, which the teams at the bottom don't like that. They're like, hey, that's going to hurt us. We need to play in front of our fans. Um, so if you're going to do this, then don't allow relegation. Which yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they said they would still promote two or three teams, I believe. So it would be um, like 22 teams in the in the table instead of 19 or 18. Um, so yeah, so they they're pretty dead set on doing that. And with that happening, as long as things can start back up, um, the FIFA vice president has actually said that there are talks. There there's a possibility. It's still a possibility that they could move the European soccer calendar to meet up with the yearly calendar. So hmm. instead of the MLS doing all their work to push their calendar to the European calendar, and then they're competing against football again, which I don't think MLS doesn't have to worry about that anymore. They have a strong uh, yeah. following. But oh, yeah. if if the European calendar moved to the calendar year, then everything would be awesome. Then the MLS would be playing the exact same. Um, That'd be great. And as the rest of the year. And mm-hmm. it's the, the way they do it is, is kind of, it's kind of dumb because in some of the, um, some of the European, all, those European countries, like the summer is like, the best time of year, like the perfect weather in the summer, but instead yeah. they're in, in December in, in snow and whatnot. Yeah. They, they said it would actually work out. I mean, with the next world cup happening, Qatar or Qatar. Yeah. Here pronounced different every single time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that, that would, that would work it out because that world cup is supposed to happen in um in november october i thought they were already moving the uh didn't they cancel it from qatar because uh all the nonsense i don't think there was there was an hbo special like a real sports special about uh, a year or two ago about it and all the people dying and the working conditions and like they're basically they basically got nepalese slaves working as you know they're 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 coming from Nepal, building this place in this 120 degree weather, and their living quarters are like cots. They're like jail cells, basically. They yeah. they share buckets to go to the bathroom in. There, there's like no showers, and they're and they're dying in these places trying to make money for their families back in Nepal. Yeah, uh, it's horrible. They need to they they we need to get rid of Qatar, man. As far as having any any sporting events there, it's yeah terrible. So many people, so many people in the FIFA organization in the Qatar government have been uncovered and caught yeah. bribing. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's all in front of our face. People are getting fired, losing the job, going to prison, but we're still letting it happen. Um, mm-hmm. I think things like that are stupid. Um, we, we live in America and at the drop of a dime, yeah, you may not get the, the best stadiums, um, 
if they if they rescheduled it at the last second. But there's so many football soccer stadiums. I mean, yeah. we we could just I mean, the DC area alone yeah. um, could host it. The LA area. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Um, I'm excited for what is it? Twenty twenty four. Is that when it's coming? Coming here? I think it is twenty twenty four. Yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, it's four years. Um, um, I'm gonna try to make sure that I got tickets to go to one of the games. I'm sure they're gonna have one in uh, Mercedes Benz in Atlanta. Uh, Yeah, but man, that is that is super awesome. But yeah, that the whole Qatar World Cup. It's, I mean, they moved the World Cup, and it's it's so it's in a different time of the year. And I mean, like all the stuff that you outlined and pointed out, it's it's terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. <laughs> all right, Jeff. I want to thank you for joining me. Um, it's been awesome. Glad to be here. Yeah. Um, and for all you guys out there. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next Monday, same place, same time. You're listening to WRUU 107.5, WRUU.org. We are Savannah Soundings, community radio with Global Soul, and this is Bring It In. Look us up. And you can always find us on Instagram or Twitter at Bring It In Show for all your questions and comments. And thanks again for listening. Remember, we're here every Monday, 11 a.m. to 12 o'clock noon. And always stay tuned to 107.5. You're listening to WRUULP, Savannah, Georgia, 107.5 FM. WRUU.org, Savannah Soundings, community radio with global soul. The viewpoints expressed in the preceding program were not necessarily those of WRUU, its license holder, or its staff.